Hello, I'm your host, Dora Vandekamp. Welcome to the Biohack Your Beauty podcast, where we take a deep dive into the world of biohacking, spirituality, wealth, and self-development. Join me in exploring paths to health sovereignty, freedom, and ultimate well-being with the experts, teachers, and guides who are leading the revolution. Hello, beautiful ones. I hope you're having a wonderful week. I'm currently staying in Monterey at the moment, and it is so gorgeous here. We're staying at a lovely house on a few acres of land, and there are deer and birds and wildlife, and it's really been so peaceful. The birds are singing their little hearts out, and I've been spending lots of time outdoors in the sun, grounding and watching the wildlife in their spring mood. I've been working on a number of exciting projects, one of them being the upcoming parenting bundle that is coming out on May 10th. So this bundle is a collection of 90 plus eBooks, courses, and guides priced at only $50. If bought separately, Everything in the bundle would cost over $5,000 in total, making the offer literally 99% off. So topics covered include holistic pregnancies with healing herbs, meditation and breath work, empowered births, nutrition, gut health, and healthy recipes for babies, kids, and new mamas, medicinal herbs, salves, and tinctures for kids-safe remedies, sensory development activities for babies, strength and conditioning training to prepare mamas for childbirth, postpartum recovery, fertility optimization, and hormone balancing, fun activities for kids with guides and supply lists, conscious parenting, inner child healing, night weaning, safe bed sharing, natural diapering, recipe swaps for your kids' favorite snacks and tips for picky eaters, homeopathy, herbalism, and holistic care for the family, and so much more. You will also receive my personal Beauty Biohacking for Busy Moms ebook. So make sure to follow me on Instagram at Dora Vandekamp and sign up for my newsletter at the link below to stay up to date on when this incredible deal goes live. You will not want to miss it. All right, my loves. So today we have Monet Everett on the show. Monet is a celebrity hairstylist, author, and diversity, equity, and inclusion consultant with over 20 years of experience. Her work can be seen in media ranging from Harper's Bazaar to Yahoo and Essence to Hair's How. She's worked with celebs like Tia Mowry, Yara Shahidi, and Emily Tosta. Monet's passion project, the Texture Style Awards, is a competition for hairstylists, and it's centered around diversity and inclusion to help the world see the beauty in all hair textures. Monet shares so many things with us, including natural options for moisturizing your hair, what one oil kicks off the growth stage for your hair, what vitamins are good for growing healthier hair, 
What causes the hair to break at the ends that you may not be aware of? I know I wasn't. What are the best biohacks to help your hair stay healthy? The best tips for wearing extensions to protect your hair and look your best. And how can you find a hairstylist who works with your type of hair? We all have hair texture. So this show is really for anyone who wants to know how to work with their hair, love their hair more, and have healthier hair, as well as for all hairstylists out there. So without further ado, on to the show. Hello, Monet, how are you today? I am so good, Dora. I'm so excited to be here with you. I am so excited to have you. This conversation is going to be beautiful. We have so much to talk about, and a lot of it has to do with hair, which is one of my favorite topics. I feel like there's so much to dive into, but I'd love to just begin by talking about your journey to becoming this incredible celebrity hairstylist and also becoming really passionate about celebrating diversity in hair. So can you tell us how you got here? Absolutely. I was the very opinionated teenager. And, you know, this was pre-social media, uh, pre-e-news runway specials. I always had something to say about the way someone looked. um, And people would say, if you can't do better, you shouldn't say anything. And I was like, I really think with some training, I would be able to do better. So I decided to go to cosmetology school my senior year in high school, my freshman year in college. And I thought, oh, I'll only do hair and makeup to pay for schooling. But I fell in love because there's so many different aspects of this career. I remember my senior year in college learning about celebrity hairstyling. I had never heard of it. I really thought for photo shoots, they like got their hair done the day before, and then they went to the magazine and took the photo. So it was a really interesting journey. And I have been uh, working in celebrity hairstyling ever since that point. Wow, that's incredible. And what made you so passionate about textured hair in particular? Yes, so all hair has a texture. And now, in you know, this day and age, we're saying textured hair. And a lot of times people are alluding to curly or coily hair. So that's one thing that makes it really stand out to me. Like we all have textures, just which texture are you working with? Straight hair, wavy hair, curly hair, coily hair. Um, As I progressed in the industry, I started working backstage as fashion weeks more often. I've done like 30 seasons. I started realizing that there are a lot of hairstylists out here who just don't want to do um, curly and coily hair. Not only have they not put forth the effort, they don't really feel like there's a need to do it because there's a lack of representation of people with curly and coily hair and specifically black talent and black hairstylists behind the scenes. So I felt like a lot of hairstylists are doing a disservice to our industry by not focusing on being the best hairstylist they can be, who's able to take all hair textures. Mm. And you mentioned that that lack of representation is part of the reason why there isn't as much education and talent around textured hair. 
What are some of the challenges that women with textured hair run into when it comes to styling? Oh my goodness, big uh, issues they run into. Like if you have curly hair and you go to the hair salon and they say, oh, we don't know how to cut your hair or we have to straighten your hair before we cut it or no one here does that or no, we can't put that into an updo. That's basic curly hair before we ever make it to coily hair, which is a tighter curl pattern, maybe about the size of a pin or even Z pattern where it's just a zigzag and no curl. Uh, so I see many artists just run away from it. They are just nervous to even give a try, even in educational settings. And, you know, we're, we're definitely doing our clients, ourselves and our pockets a disservice by not being able to style all textures. Mm. And when it comes to these diverse hair types, what are some of the things that you've applied within your practice to create these beautiful styles that you're now so well known for? So I decided to find the similarities in hair textures. Uh, so type um, one, straight hair and type four, the coily or Z pattern here really have so much in common. I can use a lot of the same products. And what I realized was we are more alike than different. So how do I take my time to learn the products that work for all hair textures? I, have, I also work within a system that I created where I can follow it for all hair textures. Hair has so much more in common than not. Most of the time, the things that separate hair texture um, are more in our mind than reality. Wow, that's so fascinating. I So I have a strange hair texture, at least for me, it feels very challenging to work with because I have kind of wiry hair, but it's also very soft. And so I remember in high school trying to blow dry it like a lot of the other girls did. And my hair was so poofy and frizzy. And looking back, I think we didn't have mm -hmm. as much access to tools. Absolutely. Right. But also just there wasn't resources for me. I had no idea how to work with my specific hair texture. So I think it's fascinating. And it can also be really hard for especially younger girls when that time is really big where we want to feel beautiful and we want to fit in, but we don't have access to education that helps us make our hair look the way that we'd like to. So I think something that you're doing is really making it more accessible for those women who and girls who really have no idea how to style their hair in a way that allows them to feel really good about themselves. Yeah, you're so right. And I love that you point that out because a lot of times race is brought into it and they're saying, well, hairstylists can't style black hair. And what I believe they mean is curly and coily hair. And I always say specifically to white women, don't let this become a conversation about race because you're having the same difficulties having your curly hair styled. So what I'm advocating for is a hairstylist can style your curly hair as well. So it just becomes a win-win situation. The anxiety that you feel when you sit down in someone's chair and you don't know if they're able to service you, it's, it's not good for anyone. But I know exactly what you're talking about with the curly hair and you walk in and it 
doesn't go the way that you thought it was going to go and them not knowing how to feed your hair the moisture that it needed to really lock down that cuticle and show you how to, if you so desired, flat iron your hair straight or to wear it curly. And, you know, it's just not a good feeling. It, it does terrible things for the self-esteem as you grow into a young woman. Yeah, absolutely. So there is much more trendiness around color these days as well. I know when I was younger, especially uh, during high school, there weren't many of us who had colored hair. But now, I mean, young girls from age 10 and on are coloring their hair, all these different colors. But I've noticed personally, because I've done a lot of blonde integration into my hair is that it changes the texture of my hair. Also, it it's a totally different kind of hair to work with. So how do we help our hair to, uh, how do we work with our hair once we've colored it? Yeah, great question. So working with our hair after it's been colored, the porosity changes. So it may be more or less likely to take in moisture and it tends to loosen the curl as well. So for better or worse, different people have different opinions on whether or not they want their curls uh, loosened. Um, I always tell people when you lighten your hair, it will never be back to this level of health that you started with. It only gets worse. So you want to make sure your hair is super healthy before you ever lighten it. Because if it's unhealthy and you lighten it, it, it only goes downhill from there. Uh, so generally, many times you're going to work a lot more moisture into your uh, hair regimen, which is funny because the curlier your hair, the more moisture you want to work into your regimen. Now, if your hair starts to get to a point with the hair color where it's just fighting you on everything, it's not holding a style um, after the still conditioner, you know, a haircut. Uh, you tend to want to work in protein treatments to help to really build up the strength in that base. And what are some ways for us to put moisture into our hair? Oh, there are so many amazing masks on the market. So many uh, different products that have moisture inside of them, making sure to never forget a leave-in conditioner. Like a couple of my go-to brands in terms of choosing moisturizing masks as specifically for curly and coily hair are weed ad but also moroccan oil for all hair textures mm, moroccan oil and that's kind of one of the more natural ones as well right it's really like just an oil blend yes yeah, an oil base absolutely mm. and do you recommend any like diy masks i know people do like eggs and avocado or mayonnaise are those some things you recommend or are you kind of more on the other spectrum I mean I like a professional product but I've definitely tried DIY because when you're trying to get your hair in its proper condition you're willing to try a lot of things and you can't really go wrong with food um, a couple of myths out there a lot of people love coconut oil for example on their hair and we've learned that the molecules in coconut oil can be a bit too big to penetrate the hair shaft. So we would go with more of a avocado oil or something in that family 
you can't really go wrong with the protein from an egg. Uh, there are so many products out there that you could go directly to, but the egg won't hurt you. The avocado won't hurt you. If it can go inside your body, it can go on your hair. I love that. Yeah. And the thing that I've used is castor oil just for like hair growth. I've heard that that's really good. Yes. Even for like eyebrows, it's good. Yes. And it's a great moisture sealant. So a lot of people uh, were using it improperly and just applying it to their hair to moisturize their hair. That's not going to moisturize your hair. That's going to seal in whatever moisture you have. And it's great to help to kickstart the growth stage of your hair. Mm. Okay. And speaking of growth, are there any ways to help your hair grow quicker or grow thicker? You know, we do what we can. Um, the vitamins like B12 are very helpful. Generally, it will help you to allow your hair to be healthier, but not necessarily grow faster. So many times people are confused um, and they think that their hair is not growing, but it's really breaking from the limb. So the hair is growing from the scalp at its normal pattern, which is normally on average a half inch a month. But if you're losing length, you can't really see the growth. So if you keep the hair healthier as it grows from the scalp, it will appear as though the hair is growing faster. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. And that's even why they say like trimming is helpful because it really does look so much healthier when you have kind of that like fullness at the bottom. Absolutely. And a lot of people don't realize that when you're the ends of your hair are brushing on your clothing, if they if they're are already broken, it will continue to break up the shaft. So oh. this is another reason. Yeah, you want to get rid of those dead ends. That makes sense. I never thought about that, but that makes so much sense. And then what can we do to keep our hair healthy? So you want to sleep on silk pillowcase, silk pillowcases. You don't want to go to sleep with your hair wet because wet hair snags and breaks easiest. You want to keep up with your haircuts every six to eight weeks. You want to try to avoid frying your hair daily. If you can wear your hair in its natural hair texture, at least half of the week, I mean, you're far past the battle, or you want to find ways that you can preserve your hair overnight using cool curls. So maybe that might be going back to those old school rollers or pinning your hair up in the bun to keep the wave when you take it out, but you don't want to put heat on your hair daily. Mm. Do you believe that those heat protection, like they have the products that you put in your hair to protect from heat? Do you think that those work? The heat protectants, I say we have to work with what we have. And I like to layer up multiple different types of heat protectants and all of the products that I use on my celebrity clients. I, the first thing I look for is heat protectant and thermal spray heat protectant and um, blow dry spray, heat protectant, and, like whatever it is, heat protectant in gel. I want it to layer on all of the heat protectant I can. Mm. And then I have a question about extensions because I'm sure that, especially if you're working with celebrities, you're working with extensions. Oh, yeah. I love extensions uh, just because I like to have a little bit more volume and fullness in my hair. What are your tips for extensions and wearing extensions to make sure that your hair doesn't get damaged? 
you want to allow a professional to do it. You cannot see the back of your head. So it's easy to make little mistakes that will end in hair loss. Um, with all extensions, you, you want to be careful not to manipulate it too much when it's wet. That's an easy way to grab and snag your hair. And I think I'll grow, throw in an extra uh, tip that I don't hear shared often about hair extensions. When you're matching your hair color, you match your hair extension color to the ends of your hair, not your roots. Ooh, that's a really, really big one. <laughs> I love that. Very good. And I'd love to shift the conversation a little bit because as a hairstylist, you are very creative, right? So you have to see this client, what's the vibe of this photo shoot or whatever their event they're going to, what are they wearing? What makeup are they wearing? How do you decide to do this specific hairstyle? What does your creative process look like? Oh, I ask a lot of questions and I lean into the story that they want to tell for the day. I find out what are they wearing? How would their makeup be? What type of event is it? How do they feel most comfortable with their hair up or down? Why did they choose this style? Is there an actual theme, like an ephedral theme or um, a fashion diva theme? What are you going for? And then I work with them by presenting multiple different options and we decide together what's going to be best for them for the night. Mm, I love it. So speaking of celebrity clients, speaking of textured hair, you created something called the Textured Style Awards. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so the Texture Style Awards are um, the first and only competition created to celebrate all four hair textures and the artists who slay them. So regardless of who you are, when you were born, you had one of the four hair textures, straight hair, wavy hair, curly hair, or coily hair. You know, for too long, we've heard so many stories about hairstylists not being able to accommodate all hair textures. And I don't like those stories. So I'm here to help make a change. That's incredible. And how long have you been doing these awards? So the first year of the Texture Style Awards was 2021. And it was all virtual when we were all at home on punishment. And I was trying to figure out a way to encourage hairstylists to style all hair textures. But more importantly, a lot of artists asked me how I have uh, gotten to this point in my career. And a couple of things that I focus on are my, of course, ability to do all hair textures and also the relationships that I have made with brands and media. So when you win Texture Style Awards, you also get uh, featured on multiple different media outlets and you've made connections with different brands. So I'm helping you um, to learn hair texture education and make it fun um, because we have preceding classes called the Texture Education Series that are live in New York um, throughout the month of May. So I make it fun. You come and you learn. Then you enter into the uh, competition by submitting any of your work in any of the categories. We have 10, 10 categories this year, up from four in 2021. Wow. Um, and then, oh yeah, we, we've grown. So 
straight hair, wavy hair, curly hair, and coily hair, up style are four categories, and then straight hair, wavy hair, curly hair, and coily hair, down style are another four categories. Then we have cosmetology student uh, categories, up style and down style for cosmetology students. So it's really an amazing competition for all hairstylists to come, meet people, win prizes, get to know the brands, get featured in the media. It is a really big boost uh, to your career. And 2023 is going to be the first time we're having it live. So I'm super excited about that. Oh, that's incredible. So, and then when they, or if they win, when they win, do they receive like an award, a certification? Absolutely. So once you win, you receive thousands of dollars in prizes. Uh, so you get products and tools for your existing or new clientele, because if you win, trust me, you'll have new clientele from winning. You get one-on-one -on -one mentorship, you get private event invitations, you get an award. Oh, it, it, it is something that is life-changing. I love that so much. That's so incredible. And then how does somebody um, find a stylist, whether or not they have been to the awards, if they have textured hair? Like, because it's so, there's so many persons on Yelp, right? Or on online to look for, but how do you really know that they know how to work with your hair? You know, that's where social media does come in handy, where you uh, follow the hashtags, your silly, ha your city hashtags, you know, New York City hairstylist, Dover, Delaware hairstylist, and you go and you look at what people are saying about them. You also, there's something on Instagram, it's all the way to the right, it's this little square, and those are the images that the person is tagged in rather than the images that they posted. So you can see what the clients are saying about them. Because if you post your own images, you're generally going to post your best. Your tagged in images are what people are saying about you. Um, also, I always recommend to people, if you're in the grocery store and you see someone with beautiful, beautiful hair, ask her where she went. If you're out for brunch, ask them where they went. And then you have those word of mouth recommendations. Oh, that's so smart. It's so smart. And, and for anyone, really, because we all have a specific way that we want the outcome to be. And so looking for those stylists online. And then I love that idea of like, how, what are they tagged in? How does that look? Is yeah. that kind of your vibe and what you're looking for? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's no surprises. That's amazing. And when it comes to women with textured hair, what are some of your favorite tips, whether it's products or tools or for styling, what are your favorite tips for them to really just be happy with their hair? Well, first, it's, it's a mental thing. You just have to learn to be happy. Finding a great hairstylist to give you a great cut is really going to help with that but it doesn't beat the mental of being happy with your hair texture. Um, for tips of keeping it healthy, um, do as much indirect heat as possible, like letting your hair air dry or sitting under the dryer, far less blow drying. Um, really work to make sure you have moisture in your hair. Um, something that really helps the moisture to penetrate is a steamer. 
Uh, so those things really come in handy for you. Um, focus on hair health more than hair styling. Um, the healthier your hair, the better it's going to look in any style. But if you're focused on styling your hair and you skip over the health part, it won't look so great. Oh, it's so wild, actually. How many, how many times I think we sacrifice our health for beauty, yes. right? Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, prioritizing that and knowing that you can have both. But I think you're right. Being able to love, love the skin you're in, love the hair you have. It's such absolutely. a big step towards that. Absolutely. Yeah. And what is a message that you have then for young girls who have textured hair, who are struggling with their hair? Well, the first thing I'll say is whatever you are teased about or uncomfortable with uh, in grade school will be what you're loved for as an adult. So if you can save yourself some heartache and lean into it now, it would be wonderful. It, it's even better for you. Uh, I would give the same health tips uh, that I gave earlier about moisturizing, getting friends and avoiding direct heat, but know that you were made by the creator to be unique and not to look like everyone else. Mm, I love that. So on the Biohack Your Beauty podcast, we have three questions for all of our guests. And okay. The first question is, what is your definition of beauty? My definition of beauty is uh, not only what is aesthetically pleasing, but also what makes you feel good. What makes you feel beautiful? Is it a flowing dress with pockets? Is it a red lip? Is it your hair down and flowy or pulled into a bun? How do you feel beautiful? Mm, yes. And what is your favorite inner or outer beauty tip for our listeners? You know, I have to go with the corny drink water. Water makes everything better. Don't tell my mom I shared her tip, but <laughs> water. I love it. It's a good tip. And I bet your mom would be like, yes, that's right. Exactly. She <laughs> yeah been saying this forever yeah I know she heard me yes and where can people find you and the texture style awards so texture style awards.com texture style awards on instagram texture style awards on facebook um or you can come over to my personal page on instagram at monet artistry um, I really implore you to tell any hairstylists and cosmetology students that you know about the Texture Style Awards or Texture Education Series, the live in-person classes that we're doing in May in New York to teach about each individual hair texture. Mm, I am so excited. I'm going to tell my hairstylist for sure. If you're listening, tell your hairstylist too, because this is really the future is inclusivity and diversity and beauty. It is. And also tell your hairstylist before they say, oh, a competition's not for me. They don't need a photographer. You just put your model in front of a solid background or a brick background. Take those images. This is all about celebrating the hairstylist and their use of diversity. Think about how your life will change 
when top brands know your name, when you're featured in top magazines. If you know a hairstylist and you love them and you want to see them succeed, have them enter Texture Style Awards. I love it. Yes. Thank you, Monet. This was absolutely wonderful. Dora, I am so excited that you had me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love the show. Everyone continue to tune in. Give her some love. Give her some likes. Give her some reviews. Let her know you want Monet back on the show. Yes, I love it. <laughs> <laughs>